Good morning. It's Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023, and promises kept eventually, I guess. Welcome to Things You Might Have Heard, where we will bring you yesterday's news today, the latest in information in politics and current events from yesterday. And we're going to be your go-to source. We like to think of services, go-to source, your new side piece, if you will, for unconventional news stories. And trust me, I got one Anderson Cooper did not cover last night when he talked to Prince Harry. Yeah, pretty newsy, but... I got a few that he definitely didn't get into that may turn your stomachs, to be honest. But what we're going to do right here as the teaser graphic shows, we're going to talk about one big story, and that is the strike of nurses in New York City. That's causing a mass bit of panic, if you will, on the early parts of this. And, of course, a lot of time people are looking for something to be repeated someplace down the line. We also have seven other stories from the past day, the past 30 hours to get to. And they, of course, like you say, vetted by you and crafted by me into the narrative here so we'll explain how that works at the end of all the headlines after eight stories are done give us about 12 minutes to get to that part but for more information about what we do in total here at the conversation project just go to our website which is this is a conversation apologies a little bit of dry mouth a little clicking going today so i'll be hydrating as we go along so be prepared for a few breaks and hydration but right now eight headlines vetted by you created by me Jay Cleveland Payne. Let's get into headline number one. And this is one that um, we're learning happened past Friday, of course, but as we get more details of it, it gets even more shocking, more chilling, and we still aren't even in, 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 into the big parts of it yet. Here's the story. Headline, Virginia school shooting, six-year-old thought brought gun in backpack, fired during instruction. A six-year-old student took a handgun from his home and shot a teacher in a first-grade classroom, according to police. The gun was legally purchased by the boy's mother. Uh, what we know about what's going on is essentially there was a, a confrontation, if you will, if you can call it that, between the student and the teacher. It wasn't really much a confrontation. Basically, the student was told to do something, and he replied by pulling out a handgun and firing at the teacher, uh, mostly in the shoulder. And so it was not like quite life-threatening, but it was serious enough that the teacher got all the students to safety. Uh, went to the office to try to report what was going on, collapsed. A grandmother who was just there checking up on some, some information for their child uh, administered CPR, and now the teacher is doing much better. The police say this is not an accident. This was something that was basically deliberate, and we'll learn more and more about what's going on. The child being held in a uh, juvenile detention center right now, being treated for you know, some, some injuries in the process. Uh, but we will know more about this one. And this is not a good start to what we have going on on 2023. If this is where we're going, this is not the way to be going. Let's move to the second story, which is the story that we had in our teaser graphic, New York city preps for 80, 8,700 nurses to go on strike impacting emergency triages at three major hospitals. That strike happened yesterday. The story was posted uh, very, very early, if you will, Monday. So it stretched along to, to late Tuesday. Um, and so what we have is they prepared for about 8,700 nurses to go on strike. Major Nurses Association, the New York State Nurses Association, and the Mount Sinai Hospital Management walked out on the last bargaining session and avoided table agreements uh, over the weekend and into this beginning of the week. Uh, many various uh, hospitals, many various care places are just sort of stacking up, waiting to see what's going to happen. They're going to have all the people they have on, on file and people they can bring in as steps and manage things as quickly as possible. The biggest issue that people were worried about 
was how will this affect things like ICU nurses, which many of them are on strike as well. We will see how this plays out. And of course, how long it plays out. It's going, so you can't stop it. It's just a matter of seeing how quickly they can get them back to the table negotiating and get to something that both sides will settle on peacefully. Dr. Dre rips into Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene for using his music without permission. The representative told from Georgia uploaded a video of her on her Twitter account. Apologies for the slow read today. Uh, with Dr. Dre's iconic 1999 track, Still Dre, overlaid on the footage, but it's now been taken down by Twitter for copyright infringement. Green has responded to the Fuhrers and said that she would never play Dr. Dre's lyrics. She says the copyright violation has seen her locked out of her Twitter account, even though the copyright violation happened on a Twitter account where she played Dr. Dre's lyrics. Uh, Lincoln Park told Donald Trump to stop doing the same thing with using the end in his social media accounts after the copyrights complaint was filed for um, by the Machine Stop Entertainment, a management uh, company owned by the rock band. Of course, then you know Trump stopped doing that. Now, words, there cannot be confirmed that the words uh, put a cap in your ass on four damages was put in this by Dr. Dre. No one can confirm that happened, but a lot of people might like to see that happen. And we don't you don't not violence. We do not condone violence at all around here. But um, we believe that Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to be knocked down a peg somehow. And maybe, maybe uh, we're going to move on with that one. Classified documents from Biden's time as VP discovered in private office. Sources said, what, what, what? Brandon's got documents in his office. Well, hold back for a second there, Mr. Maga. This is not exactly what we had to deal with with Donald Trump when someone sort of found some documents at his residence home offices and the Department of um, the Archives asked for months to get them back. When they got some, they realized, yeah, this isn't all of it. So they went and had a raid and got some back and he got some and he realized this wasn't all of it. So they went back and go back with lawyers. And now he's fighting to keep some other ones there because he said there's there's documents. What had happened here for Mr. Brandon was he was teaching uh, a, a course uh, for um, for some cases while he was vice well, while what well, in his transition between vice president and actual president and had some documents that were moved to the office that he was using for some sort of documentation, some sort of background. That is the story. Now, what happened? The people closing his office said, hey, we found these documents. Can we give them back to you, archives? And archives said, sure. And then the archives did a story. It's like, hey, President Biden just gave us back these documents that he had in his office without any fight, any fussle, which brought the MAGA people to say, but he had that. And now we had, now we are where we are. Um, of course, they're asking Biden about his documents, what's going on. There were, you know, maybe a handful of documents as opposed to hundreds at Mar-a-Lago. We'll see how much of a story this actually is. It is a story. It is a thing where they should have known better, but this is not. Mar-a-Lago, so back the hell off, people. Literally back the hell off. UK space launch, colon, historic Cornwall rocket launch ends in failure. Well, that's the bad part. The first ever satellite mission launched from the UK has found itself not working out so well. A jumbo jet operated by American and Virgin uh, Orbit Company carried a rocket to release the high over the Atlantic Ocean. The rocket suffered a quote-unquote anomaly that means something went wrong it didn't go so well they got bad so the space race for the uk right now off to a swimmingly bad start for them uh, this was supposed to be a big deal for virgin orbit it unfortunately 
is not. Um, the programming for the launch is basically just went out of hand and the rocket went out of control. No satellite launched from space from the Virgin Orbit Jumble Jet into orbit orbit. There you go. Okay, this one may be a bit sad for you. It may be a bit of irony. It may just be, why are we talking about this guy? Julian Assange denied permission to attend Vivian Westwood's funeral. The Westwood family said they were disappointed but unsurprised by the decision, adding that Julian Assange had not been convicted of any crime. They believe that it's just further proof that he's being punished for telling the truth when actually he's a criminal. And those are words I said, and many people say, about Julian Assange, because it, it is. Now, Julie, uh, Vivian Westwood was a very staunch supporter of Mr. Assange. In fact, at one point, locking herself in a birdcage suspended in the air back in 2020 to you know force the freeing of Mr. Assange from his captivity because she's a bird in birdcage. She's, she's captive. Um, but uh, that didn't happen. Um, and now after her passing, uh, the family wanted Assange at the funeral because he was such a big supporter. She was a supporter of him. He a supporter of her. Cops say no, as they should. Next door we have on the docket, Arkansas bill clarifies, I'm sorry, classifies drag shows as adult-oriented business ads location restrictions. Not so much clarification, but just says, this is what it is. There will be clarifications because anytime a trans law, anytime a law like this is on the books, you've got to kind of weed it out because the unintended consequences are usually pretty, pretty horrible, to be honest. But here's the deal for Arkansas. Arkansas arrived the gate uh, causing um, a bit of a poo-poo on, on some trans laws. They are basically classifying drag shows as a oriented business. So a drag show is essentially a gathering of porn for all practical purposes and so you have to add locations on where they can be held and when they can be held and who can be around essentially keeping kids out of drag shows which you know you may or may not agree with but uh, classifying them as adult oriented businesses overreaching if you will because many people in drag shows happen to be trans people that's the word to see the target from arkansas also filed a bill on monday um that had uh to um keep girls from participating in or, or trans girls from participating in youth sports. Uh, I thought this bill was actually put in. Maybe it's another version of the bill. I don't know. Bills for girls sports for trans issues is a popular thing among the Republican crowd uh, because it's, it's a rallying point. Is there an issue with trans girls in sports? I don't know. I don't follow high school sports. My daughter is a girl and she's not in high school, so I don't see it. She's playing soccer on a church team. So, yeah, I don't see it. I don't know it. I have not heard any rumbles of any massively popular player out there who may be a man in the skies uh, trying to take a girl's championship. I don't know. But what I do know is making sure that you throw these laws in the books always come out in something that does not really what you don't intend, some unintended, unintended consequences. Putting laws in the books against trans people is discrimination. Now, whether there's a big trans menace or whether it's just trans people seem kind of weird. I'm not sure why there is the actual push to do this, but it is discrimination. It's not the same as color. It's not the same as, um, you know, mental illness and ability, but it is a discrimination. It just by definition it is. And finally, because 2023 is already coming out so swimmingly. UK town cancels New Year's fireworks for walrus, only for it to masturbate and leave. 
So the fireworks from that weren't quite as um, amazing as one expect. Uh, a warrior named Thor, of all things, was uh, has brought visitors to um, Scarborough, UK, uh, for 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 years because he just kind of shows up and does his thing and and just is a spectacle. This time he showed up and did his thing, but he showed up and the town decided not to do fireworks. They didn't want to scare Thor off. Then he did his thing. But he didn't quite do it to fruition, apparently, and just kind of wandered off when he was done with himself. Allegedly, um, there really isn't much more to the story other than a walrus showed up, started masturbating and left. It pretty much is the story. And it's one of those things that were kind of like, yeah, am I putting this one there? But when I saw it, it's like, yeah, I'm putting this one there. And this story was a top 10 story of the top 15 overnight. So, yeah. Apparently, you guys wanted it. So if you want it, you got it. This was not the typical porn hub type story, but I guess um, it's there. Oh, by the way, just in case you were worried about it, this behavior is common among many wild nut species, including primates, horses, and squirrels. And yes, us, just to remind you. Let's tease a little bit. Oh, not in that way. This is going to be a kind of a harder story to cover. Uh, we just got news of this happening overnight, and I saw the story early this morning, so I didn't get to be supposed to till right now. Pro-Trump entertainer Diamond of Diamond and Silk dies at 51. If you wanted to discuss this one, we can literally go through the piece by piece item by item. We are, of course, sending out our thoughts and prayers to um, to Silk and um, the family of Diamond and folks around her because we we do that whether we love a person or love to hate a person, to be honest, because there's always that going on. And we can actually discuss this one. Excuse me for a minute. <coughs> I've got to get that cough button installed. Uh, we're, we can discuss this further if you decide this is a story that is worthy. If it comes up in the top 15 of the 30 or so stories that we'll post throughout the day for this Tuesday. Um, and there aren't any other ones that are more interesting that I think are more of a story. It's in there. We'll give you eight stories uh, from tomorrow from the top 15 of 30 that you will vet as conversational. Do that by following the instructions Un in the crawl. If you can't see the crawl, it is going to facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. Go to those feeds, go to those websites and see what we're posting every 50 minutes, a new news story. This one is already posted. So this one's already got some response so far. Like the stories, hate the stories, share the stories. The more engagement the story gets. As I said, higher chance it gets put into that range. And then we see if I cut it off because I'm a heartful, heartless person. If we're not doing stories that you want in there, especially if you, you contributed, just comment and we'll see what we can do about that on the back end, if you will. Now, on the front end, let's talk about keeping the show alive and keeping your money in good, good graces. We're going to talk about Robinhood. Go to this is a conversation slash Robinhood and you can see a way to keep yourself in the green for 2023. Now, 2022, not the greatest year in stocks, bonds, and crypto. In fact, crypto is basically done. There will be no crypto ads in the Super Bowl this year. I'm just, that's a um, spoiler. There won't be any crypto ads in, in this year, but a lot of Gronk. Gronk. So um, Robinhood is uh, still one of the OGs of 
online trading platforms, trade your stocks and bonds and mutual funds on Robinhood with your own self and put in your money and trade them as you want to. They have tools to show you how things work. They do some of the really important and really uh, just kind of tricky type Wall Street stuff that gets the big people in trouble. You can do it on Robinhood as well. Uh, they also have um, now um, ways for you to lend your stock out. There's a stock lending program for more ways so that they can keep you in there to make money. You have stock and they can lend it to people in their sale while they cover up some of the sales going forth. They recently launched an IRA. I've not put my money into an IRA for Robinhood, but if you don't have one or want to see how it goes, this is a way to get yourself some retirement savings. Robinhood is doing a lot to stay relevant because they're losing money, to be honest, but they are still one of the OGs in this space and they're doing what they can to help you win some money because it is kind of like gambling and protect some money because once you have it there you need to protect it check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash robin hood this is a conversation project.com slash robin hood this is a conversation project.com slash robin hood this is an affiliate link because it is so that's how we keep things going here for the conversation project if you click this link, we get a little cutback for that as well. Plus, oh, you still get that free stock for signing up from Robinhood. So check it out today. The Conversation Project, very quickly on us again, is a website. It's a way of life. It is stuff we do to pull together some of the more um, unconventional news stories, mix them up with some conventional news stories, and see which ones are more conversational, more worth talking about, or at least worth bringing up a while we're talking about things. Yes, we talked about the school, the school shooting with a six-year-old, and we talked about the nurses on strike in New York City, but we also talked about a masturbating walrus, because where else are you going to get masturbating walruses other than things you might have heard? Because now you've heard it. There you go. Uh, we also have other things that are related to conversation type stuff and knowing type stuff. We have the conversation um, interviews where we interview interesting people and see what they talk, think about themselves and see what they think about the news landscape at the time. On the weekends, on fr on Sunday, you'll get the, the weekly wrap up will be the pure scientific by the numbers based. What stories are top this week? I guarantee you the Wallace one will not be on top, but um, yeah. I had to put it in there because I had to. And we, of course, we also have um, other things, ways to find us. We have, we're on YouTube, we're on TikTok. We have a podcast that's just my voice. We have a newsletter that's just my words, plus links to my voice and my my face in the video. Find them all at thisisaconversationproject.com. If you're new here, we wrap things up with today things, a couple things to make these things fun, make it more less of just a rattling of the news stories, but more morning show type stuff. So our fun things for the day, we always end with birthdays, a day of appreciation, a day of celebration and a fun fact. Here's your birthdays. January 10th goes out to the old folks, but damn, damn, damn. These are some damn fine old folks. They're not just old. They are mature and they mature like fine wines. Gosh, darn it. Rod Stewart. If you like his body now, there might be issues with you, but he is 78 years old on the day. Uh, George Foreman is 74, just like it says. I'm editing that part out of there. 74 years old, the man who uh, went up against Muhammad Ali, who was once a bad, bad, bad man, became a minister, had eight kids, named them all George, and is now mostly known for a semi-decent um, kitchen appliance. He's 74 years old today. Think about it. That could have been the Hulk Hogan um fryer you could be buying hulk hogan fryers and where would be now if hogan were the face of the grills 
probably not in such a great place. And Pat Benatar reaching the 70 club, 70 years old on the day. A lot of tributes going out to her in the last couple of weeks for her music, for her activism, for her, you know, taking a guitar and smashing in some doors and smashing out some glass ceilings for those who came uh, behind her. Pat Benatar turning 70 on today. We really couldn't come up with a great um, celebration for the day. So we just stuck with Houseplant Appreciation Day. To be honest, um, I've not I've been a bit, a bit under the weather, not feeling so well, kind of dragging, good, got up late and stuff. And so it was like, yeah, it's first one on the list. Let's go with it. Houseplant Appreciation Day is the course of the day, a day you appreciate your houseplants. If you have houseplants, appreciate them by making sure they're actually watered. If you don't have houseplants, maybe get one. If you kill your houseplants, go get some fake ones. That's all I got today. Sorry. A little grumpy, not feeling so great. We're going to go with that. But I do have this one right here. And this is proof that the zombie apocalypse as seen on TV would screw us. One more thing you might not have heard going out the door. Here's this. The zombie apocalypse won't take long. A study found that the zombie hordes would take Earth's population down to just 273. That is 273 survivors in just 100 days. Researchers from the University of Leicester undergrads, undergrads, undergraduates, because, you know, they've got time to, to study zombies, of course, assumed that each zombie would have a 90% success at finding and infecting one human per day. You got that? 90% since every zombie out there will bite, will pretty much bite somebody every single day, at least one. The researchers estimated that each zombie could live up to 20 days without brains. So there you go. The study calculated that it would take 20 days for a single zombie to start an epidemic of noticeable proportions. One zombie, 20 days until its death, and it had created enough zombies to multiply the situation. Of course, at that point, the pandemic would begin at there. Not quite like a coronavirus, but more or less like a very, very bad uh, version of the movies. So everyone who thinks um, about we're just going to come together and, and gather up and fight whatever... Chances are we're not going to be that great in the zombie apocalypse. If if we're all infected and we're all going to die eventually, uh, it's going to going to take about 100 days till there's only 273 of us. And we probably won't all be in the same place, which means we're all going to die. And with that great note, uh, we're going to wrap up today's show. Because sometimes it'd be like that. It has been Thursday, January the 10th, 2020 through 23. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for dealing with uh, me and my mystery illness and my slowness and my just just draggedness for today's show. Uh, I always appreciate what you get. So any feedback I can get from you, even if it is, you know, go take a nap. I'll take that as well. So reply back via the methods, the means that you've received this video or audio or talk to me on social media at Jay Cleveland Payne as well. Uh, I'm going to ask you to stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task for all the things that you are here to do. And um, if you need some time off, take a break. We took a break yesterday. Today, we we're trying to get back and get things going because this thing cost me money. Uh, we're going to see how much recovery we'll get between today and tomorrow. In the meantime, prepare for tomorrow. And it's pretty simple. Follow the feeds on Facebook and, and Twitter. Vote up some stories for your engagement. <coughs> and tomorrow morning, Lord willing and Creek Don't Rise, I'll pull eight of the top ones and we'll talk about them right here on things you might have heard. So let's see how we do this thing for tomorrow. <laughs>